0: Well, we're on episode eighty now. Blimey, that's a lot. It is a lot. Yeah, I, uh, we've we've come a long way. I've come a long way from not having a job in tech to having a job in tech. Yeah, so, uh, you will have been there uh, about a year now. Is that right? About yeah. Once this, I think when you listen, when you are listening to this episode, it will have been more than a year. Wow. Um. So that's quite incredible. I think I've been doing this podcast with my job in tech longer than i did it before i started my job in tech now that's pretty cool yeah so yeah it's it's been with me all the way so far <laughs> but yeah for for an 80th episode we thought we'd talk a bit about um kind of what goes on behind the scenes we can get a bit nerdy about how we do the recording and it's always a little bit interesting to hear like how podcasts are produced and created and stuff so we're going to give you a little behind the scenes tour
1: how are we going to phrase the actual question? What's it like behind the scenes of a podcast? Is that what we're going for?
0: Yes, I think that's a good question. Um, so I guess maybe we should start at the beginning.
1: Yeah. Um, well, the be- well, yeah, we've, we've told the, history, the story of the start of the podcast before, but I suppose we should start with like, what do we do before we hit record every week?
0: Yeah. Um, obviously, we've, we've got to 80 episodes. We have had guests on for some episodes, so they're kind of the questions kind of lend themselves quite nicely to the particular guest we've got on. Um but generally the majority of our episodes we've kind of come up with the questions ourselves or people have sent them in. Um but obviously when we were first getting started we we had to come up with every question ourselves.
1: I like that we've got we've put in the show notes, we've put prep and in brackets lol. <laughs> because <laughs> there's definitely uh, there's definitely two different stories, aren't there? There's the the ones where we have a guest we have something specific we want to say where there is lot, generally preparation happens and then there's mm-hmm. every other week when we don't it's <laughs> less less preparation but i don't <laughs> think actually we, we kind of laugh and say we don't prepare at all but we've been using notion an awful lot haven't we
0: yeah so notion's kind of this tool but it's like uh, i guess it kind of does everything these days doesn't it but we for our podcast we kind of just use it as like a, a Kanban board. If you know what that is, we think we talked. I think we've talked about this before, haven't we? Whether the cards of the episodes just move across, so we have like an ideas column, and then we just move the cards across um, to like which episode should we do next. Yeah,
1: it's 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 it alarmingly similar to what we do at work as well. <laughs> just to make you know <laughs> the fun hobby in the evenings feel like <laughs> more like a job.
0: <laughs> uh, I think there's a reason that people use these things <laughs> no. isn't there? it's, yeah, it it's useful. useful it helps it helps keep everything uh, on track I've just scrolled all
1: the way down in the completed column and we started using Notion for, on episode 11 That was the first one episode 11
0: yes because I think we use we tried Google Docs and stuff for a while yeah we tried
1: you? a few different things and,
0: and this kind of just ended up being well you use it for your work so we, we gave it a try and it's kind of ended up being yeah, so we got 16 ideas Whoa, how exciting yeah um, <laughs>
1: Yeah, so this is the ideas column. Um, I think most of them now are pretty stale, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. uh, this, this is this is effectively if we were if this was jobby job, this would be the backlog.
0: Um, <laughs> How long and of, gathering is there dust? A of updates. Uh, this card was last over to June. That's, oh, that's right. like... Twenty nineteen though.
1: Ah, <laughs> that's <laughs> not so bad. Not so good, brother. Yeah.
0: Oh. <laughs> Um, so yeah, well, I think, we well, I think it's,
1: we're, it's more of a, a dumping ground for whenever we're out and about and we have an idea of a question. It just goes in there. And generally the good ones filter through pretty quick. And yep. sadly, so do the bad ones as well. Because <laughs> sometimes we, <laughs> sometimes we're casting about.
0: <laughs> yeah. So generally we'll just, uh, on the card, we'll make some little bullet points to talk about. Um, like Tom said, if there's a guest, there'll be more bullet points. Um, Generally, if there's not a guest, there are the fewer. But I still think we still spend time thinking about it, and then we, we talk about it beforehand before we start recording, um, so we know like the the main talking points.
1: Yeah, the, the the talking points. I think they're the most valuable thing that we get out of preparation, and that tends to happen immediately before we hit record. After we've sort of talked around the idea a bit. Um, yeah, so there's generally we do have an idea of what points we want to hit in a given half hour or hour recording session. Mm. But that's, yeah, that's about all there is to the prep, really, to make sure that we've got some bullet points and we're not just making it up as we go along.
0: Hmm. And we've got some questions. And if you want any more of that, if you want to add to our, if you want to make our questions list less stale, do send in your own questions if you've got any. Most of the ones at the beginning I kind of came up with myself from things that I was doing while I was learning and trying to get a job, but now I'm, I'm not in that position anymore. If you're in that position and there are questions that you want answered... We may have the answers for you, so don't be don't hesitate. Remember, you can always go to the website or check us out on Twitter at aqo code a question of code.com, Either of those.
1: Yeah, I would also say that I think after we got through that initial spurt of the things that you desperately wanted to find out because you were new to it all, the episodes that have been that are more successful and I think of as being better and that were more fun to do are ones where we've had the impetus of a question from from a listener. So if you're listening at home and you want the show to be better send in questions because that means we have better <laughs> better episodes as a result
0: <laughs> yes say. we don't ask <laughs> for money we don't have adverts we we yeah we do have to pay for the server and stuff and yeah you, all we want is some questions thank you
1: that's <laughs> all we ask yeah. until all we, we ask. hit episode 100 and when the massive kickstarter and patreon kick in and it costs 10 pounds an episode to listen
0: the Memberships, what the cool podcast thing now, Yeah,
1: there's it? a glut of it at the moment.
0: <laughs> but yeah, don't worry. We we will be uh, not. We will not be doing anything like that.
1: <laughs> Definitely not until ep- at least episode 100 for sure. Yeah, so you've got another so half a year. year.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're safe for a bit. I'm
1: trying to lay the ground. This is going to become an empire.
0: Okay, so I guess we should move on to how we actually do this recording. Yeah. It's unusual sometimes. Someone, when we, when we were first putting this podcast out and I played it to one of my friends, he thought we were sat in the same room doing the recording. Um, I don't know if that's a compliment on my editing skills. But.
1: So, yeah. <laughs> Particularly given how bad yeah. I am on the telephone. Um, I'm really bad at not face-to-face communication. Um, yeah. But, yeah, this seems to, seems to come out fairly easily. Um, I, we did one in face-to-face, didn't we, at least – we do
0: I think we did two. We did two back to back on one evening, face to face, and I don't think it was as good.
1: <laughs> no, it's hard. I think it's harder to edit. It must be harder to edit as well.
0: Yeah, because I guess if you're in the same room, the mics kind of pick up everything in the room, so you kind of get the more bleed from the yeah. other person speaking. I think we've both so developed a like,
1: kind of habit of just kind of going gung ho for it, even if we think we're cross talking. Like sometimes <laughs> you just like shoulder just soldier on don't don't break your train train of thought keep speaking and then you know it could be fixed in the edit because there's no bleed from
0: yeah your, no your background <laughs> so i can kinda, i can cut it i can cut then where i was talking and tom yeah. was still talking and i can move it across so that they're not so that you on don't get cross talk and we
1: don't so we'll speak yeah over imagine if there was cross talk that would be, be awful wouldn't it we, who would do that
0: yeah. <laughs> um yeah uh, so we generally record We record on our own computers. We use Zoom, Skype. It, it kind of depends week to week. It depends what mood we're in. I, I think, think we're, we're a, all in on Zoom now. Are we? It's, uh, you're all in on Zoom. Oh, come on. <laughs> it really feels like work. Using uh, this Kanban board, we've got Zoom up. <laughs> I just want to keep Yesterday, the fun of the office going <laughs> longer. <laughs> Today, I'm going to work on this card. Um, yeah, so... We record, we do a backup recording, um, which Tom's forgotten to do this week. So let's hope we don't lose any of our audio.
1: Yeah, we very rarely do a backup recording,
0: actually. (laughs) We've never actually needed one, I think. Touch wood. Um, Everything's been fine. Yeah, and then I I record my audio because I used to be a musician, as some of you may know. Um, I record using Logic Pro, which is a macOS thing. That's DAW, Digital Audio workstation. Door, the cool kids call it. Door, yeah, um, and that just records my microphone, uh, which I'm speaking into now. Yeah,
1: I don't do that. I don't have a door. Um, my, I had an old. I have loads of versions of like Cubase and Logic, and I think I even had a like a, a weird Pro Tools install on old machines at some point. But I'm too cheap for a Logic license at the moment, and I'm not gonna because it's like two hundred pounds. It if is. Not, you got it as a part if of a you, deal. I you got it when I machine. was a
0: student. When uh, yeah, so when I was a student, I got it, and it comes as like a package, so it's like hundred pounds for a whole set of things, and then you kinda, you get it for life. So did you get it as well? Yeah, oh, got, that's got such all a good those. deal. I wish yeah. I
1: had access to that. But I just recorded with Quick QuickTime. Yes, it works.
0: And for the majority, like guests and stuff, when they record on QuickTime, it's fantastic. They just they save their audio file, they send it to me. I pop it into Logic. It's no problem. When Tom does it, weirdly, he it only records the left side. So I'll I'll he sends me an audio file that is the left channel is got his audio on and the right channel is empty. And then every week I have to split it, and then it's just a little bit annoying.
1: That's because right. I'm using my my audio interface and it's recording both channels, <laughs> and I just don't happen to have anything plugged into the other channel.
0: But you can, know. surely you can set it to record mono. Oh, surely,
1: must, yeah, but I, that would take time and effort and skill. Oh, imagine
0: <laughs> taking time, effort, and that's what I have to do every week. <laughs> you could just do one fix.
1: No, uh, we'll talk about the division of labor later. Don't, don't you worry. We'll I get just to think
0: that. It's, it's well uh, divided on my side. <laughs>
1: Oh, right. Well, I will. will, Here's a a pledge for the next time we do one of these episodes. I should have worked out how to do it in mono. (laughs) So, talking of your audio
0: interface, what's that?
1: I've got the Focusrite Scarlett uh, 2 channel 2i2 one. I don't think it's the absolute latest version. I think it's maybe the second gen. Um,
0: But it's really great. It's great. It's pretty rock
1: solid. You can throw it in a bag, you can take it around with you, plug it in, mm. works everywhere. Nope. I think I've got
0: exactly the the same one.
1: I've had a whole series of of interfaces. I used to have a, a fantastic Motu. Mark of the Unicorn, eight channel one that lived in a flight case and was amazing, but that was on a dodgy firewire connector that doesn't seem to work with anything anymore. Like I've I've <laughs> done the whole like string of like five or six different adapters to try and get it into a modern computer. No, it only ever like it worked amazingly with my plasticky white MacBook from 2008, um, and I've yeah not been able to have much luck getting that plugged into anything else. So if anyone wants it, it was like 400 quid so <laughs> drop me a line. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there you go. Oh, look at this. Did record a couple um, of albums
1: with it. It was great, but yeah, no problems with the right one.
0: <laughs> yeah, and for anyone who's not sure, an audio interface is just a way of getting the audio from microphones because they use different cables um, into this audio interface. You plug your microphone into there, and then the USB goes into the computer, and then it, that's that's why they exist.
1: Yeah, I think having a good microphone is really important, and I've often been like, I'm not complimented on much day to day in the course of work <laughs> but I'm regularly complimented on the audio quality when we have calls with with people um and how that has kind of seeped into work and everyone else has bought fancy microphones as well <laughs> but a lot of them have got a much simpler setup uh, so mine is an actual like studio microphone with an xlr cable that runs into the, the interface which then runs into the computer but you can buy pretty good microphones that just plug straight in via usb a lot of people have done that yeah. with a lot less hassle.
0: Yeah, and you do you do get very good sound quality from them for podcast purposes. Obviously, we've got nice microphones because we both do music. Well, I used to do a lot of music stuff. You still do, don't you? But um, yeah, so uh, I've got a condenser microphone. It's by a uh, AKG. Oh, uh, very
1: nice. It's not a 414, is it?
0: It's an 84... 4040.
1: No, that's not the that's not the amazing one. I, I, we had some really nice AKGs that were just wonderful on guitars at the studio.
0: Nice microphones. Um they help with the sound. Obviously, I'm in I'm in my attic. The sounds, I've got no padding or anything. So, if there's a, there was one week, there was one episode, I can't remember which one it was, when I'd just moved in and there was no carpet or anything like that. And it was oh, very so, echoey, echoey.
1: so echoey. So echoey. And there was echoey. no,
0: it was just me uh, with my laptop uh, on a box, basically, in an empty room. And then you get a lot of echo. Yeah.
1: So I've put up a load of acoustic foam in my room and I have absolutely no idea if it makes any difference at all.
0: Listeners, we want to know, which, epi- which episode did Tom put up his acoustic foam? Have a listen. See if you can tell the difference in audio quality.
1: Uh, if it helps the detective work, there was a halfway house where I'd put the acoustic foam up and then half of it fell down again. And then we recorded with half the acoustic foam up. Um, and so there's an, there is an intermediate stage. You should have some of mine. I've, got, I've still got four... Four squares of that that I'm not using. You should mm-hmm.
0: have them. Well, I've got uh, the walls are all... Um, most of the walls aren't st- not straight. Uh, well, I'm in an attic, aren't I? So the curved walls, so I think that works better for the reverberation.
1: Yeah, but if there's any flat, any big flat surface directly behind where you're recording, so in in front of you, a bit behind the microphone, Yeah,
0: you might benefit from a bit of diffusion there. Possibly, possibly. Uh, I think we're getting off topic. Well, not really off topic, but off interesting yes conversation
1: <laughs> this is why we have show notes this is why we have a plan of what we're going to say yes
0: so we're going to go back to the show notes now yeah. and we're going to move on to what happens once we've recorded so once we recorded tom sent me his order file i do the thing where i split out the thing that's quite annoying <clears throat> um so i edit out bits that are not very good they're not very interesting one of us all have messed up i mess up quite a lot So, I just cut that out. I used to cut, I think there was one episode where I cut out every um or something like that, and it sounded weird, and I haven't done it again. It's a
1: right of passage. Um, It's a right of passage when you (laughs) do audio editing. We've all been there. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, on Logic, I just, I've got this, there's this function where it cuts out all the silence from each of the um, sounds, and then I. Just kind of move them around. were you deliberately testing
1: the feature there by leaving a pause in the middle of your sentence? <laughs>
0: That's exactly. Um, and then I just add like a bit of fade to the beginning and end of each of the little clips, and then I move them together in the right order. I delete the ones that aren't used. Um, sometimes someone will say something wrong and then and then carry on their sentence, but with like a, with a, a word and then I have to like crossfade the word. Um so Ooh. that the sentence sounds a bit normal.
1: It's funny how it's it's easier sometimes it's easier to cut in the middle of a word than it is either side, isn't it? To like, yes. get something that's like a, the natural flow of a sentence.
0: Yeah, and then we a lot before we used to do where we'd we try and re say something, but we'd say it like at the wrong pitch. So I'd I'd have a sentence and then I'd carry on saying the sentence, but i have a sentence, and then i carry on saying the sentence, and something like that. I don't know. saying Weird stuff like that happens when you don't, when you don't really think about it. But that's experience, I guess. Um, yeah, so I do all that. I, may, I kind of sort out the sound volumes and stuff, and then I send the file with plenty of time for Tom to prepare the episode. Over generally to, generally
1: at, least yeah. at least 24 hours before At least yeah. 24 hours. That's
0: plenty of time, isn't
1: it? Um, but on, on the editing, when you're cutting – The process is once you've edited, you send it to me and I give it a listen through and make the, do the chapters and show notes and stuff. But I generally, unless in, apart from in extreme cases, I don't hear the edits. I don't know where you've cut and spliced. And I Ah. think a listener, casual listener might, hopefully, I guess the aim is they would be confused into thinking that it's just, we hit record, talk for half an hour and then that's it.
0: Yes. So what kind of size
1: blocks are you cutting up? Are you, is it... Literally seconds here and there, or do you do is it like we we talk on a topic? If it's boring, you cut the whole thing out.
0: Um, so generally, I try to keep most of our conversation in. Um, when I do when I cut out the silence, that ends up each of our separate tracks is generally about like 180 different chunks from our whole conversation. So there's there's two 180 different chunks, um, and then a few of them are kind that's of that's a lot, that's more than I thought, yeah, and a few of them are silence. And I, I put the so the way it works is if there's more than if there's less than a second of silence it just it doesn't make a cut it just carries on. Um but if there's more than a second it'll cut out that bit. Generally I try to keep in most of the conversation but I'll cut out the bits where we mess up or we say some things that are completely off topic or very we go on a long time about something and it gets very boring. I might just like cut off the end of the conversation.
1: It's nice knowing, it's nice having that safety blanket of <laughs> knowing that if we do <laughs> mess up or if we do just end up rambling or going off on a tangent, that is completely irrelevant. And it's not so much the relevance, it's more the boringness, like if we get, yes. if we sink into the depth. I'm not saying we're massively interesting the whole time, but if we sink sink beyond a threshold of boringness, it's nice to know that that can be cut out.
0: Yeah. And obviously, I'm the person that decides what's boring. So,
1: <laughs> yeah, there's not really. I think we've always done it that you've sent me the edit with time to make suggestions for changes. Have I ever made a suggestion for changes? I don't think so. In 80 episodes,
0: uh, I think once, mm. maybe twice. Yeah. You definitely have before. Yeah. but not not. It's not. A, it's a very very rare thing. I think so there was one maybe. where there was
1: like a, a glitch or something in the audio, wasn't?
0: There? Yeah, yeah. So that's mm. that's another th- reason I like you listening to It's because once I've done the edit, I don't listen to it. <laughs> Right, I don't want to listen, I don't want to sit through and listen to it again. No well, fin- yeah, I know so, you're listening, so listens, start but to I've finish, just sat through it.
1: Start to finish, how long does an edit take you?
0: The first one I did took me about four hours. <laughs> um, but I've got it down now. So generally, if it's just the two of us, I could probably do it in about an hour. So I'd it's about say. as
1: long as it takes to do the recording. Yeah. Maybe a little bit longer.
0: A little bit longer. But if we've got a guest on, because then there's three different tracks, that that takes a bit longer. And I, I, try, I try a bit harder when there's guests on.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and we tend to run longer when we've got guests because yes. they've got interesting things to say. And the be- beauty of the medium is you don't have to cut them off for some arbitrary time limit.
0: Yeah, Exactly. So then, I part yeah. So that that's the joy of passing it on to you as well is that you then listen through it, and if there's any like major, if there's like a glitch or something or a bit I accidentally left in that shouldn't be there, you can you can tell me about those. But. Yeah,
1: but I think that's literally happened maybe once in eighty yeah. episodes. Yeah, but the the main reason for listening through it is to make sure that we've got all the links and things we need in the show notes. Um, show notes can be found at questionofcode.com, or aqoc.dev
0: forward slash whichever episode you're interested yeah
1: so each each episode has its own page and we've got a little brief description of what we talk about and then most importantly i think um any links that we mention in the episode we try and put put those in the in the show notes so people can find them because it's very frustrating when you hear someone talk about something on a podcast and it was in the middle of a 40 minute chat and you've got no idea what mm-hmm. no idea or how to find it again without scrubbing through the entire show
0: just out of intro- I just typed in a questionofcode.com forward slash 77 and it says bootstrap RIP. I must have missed that when, uh, uh, yeah. when that got pushed. <laughs> <laughs> I think I missed that. Hmm.
1: Do you know you don't vet, you don't vet the show notes? <laughs> so, yeah, the show notes are done. So this brings us onto the website, I guess. Um, it's written in and we, we've, we're using Eleventy as our static site builder. is just, just a nice static site. Um, and I make a PR on the day that we're releasing and you then get to approve and merge it. I think that's the kind of process we've got on. Like we can all each approve each other's PRs on the repo.
0: Yes. Yeah. So that was another good thing for like getting me used to using GitHub before uh, Yeah, of course, because you were using it, you were well.
1: doing you were making pull requests, approving you know, things, making changes, using Git like in the wild on a real <laughs> project before you actually started.
0: Yeah, yeah, that was really useful, uh, when I was first starting out. Um, yeah, so generally, I I have a look over those. I I more more often than you tell me to change things. I have to, but I can, the the beauty is I can change things in the show notes. Um, so I don't have to like wait for you. I have to say change this and then wait for you to. do it. I, I generally just make a change if there's a typo or something. Yeah,
1: and it used to be that because we were we what well, we still put out episodes on a Monday night, but I would be traveling generally around the time of launch. Um, so often I would have no. Uh, li- very little or bad internet connectivity, no access to a computer. So I'd say, oh, I've, I've made this horrible mistake. Ed, can you fix my typo for me? <laughs> and you would have yeah. to dive in and fix things.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's pretty much how it goes together. And yeah. Oh, we uh, chapters. haven't
1: talked about chapters,
0: which Old I think chapters. are
1: really important. And I am very annoyed with Joes that don't. But I think I might be in the minority on this one.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know how many people actually use chapters. If you use chapters, let us know. Uh, it'd be interesting to find out how many of you actually pay attention to all of tom's hard work
1: yeah i think more <laughs> more effort goes into the chapters than in the actual show notes themselves I mean, i'm tempted <laughs> that's to a good start, thing like, or a bad yeah, thing <laughs> i think once or twice have gone for the kind of oh let's put a link and let's put a picture in uh, we don't often do custom artwork like all the shows have the same artwork just yeah. make life easier for us yeah
0: um, and when we host all this on transistor.fm um it's kind of a thing where you can just sign up Create a podcast and then it sorts out all the RSS feeds and all that sort of stuff. We just have to go give it the information, give it the file, and it kind of does the rest for us.
1: Yeah, effectively, they've kind of got a CMS on their end that sort of does the does the distribution for us. Um, but it gives us nicer stats than we'd get if we were hosting it ourselves. Mm-hmm. I don't want to have to bother. Is it the is it I can? Is that the specification? There's like a like podcast analytics is it's the a bit of the wild west really um all you've basically got is downloads like the the amount of times your file was accessed on a server um so then working out where that's come from and what provider and like going through the headers and things like that it's, it's a bit of a bit of a a pain in the backside, really. I don't particularly want to do it, but I'd like to know uh, like a, a, at least a rough overview of how many people are downloading and what platforms they're downloading on. Transistor gives us that out of the box, which is quite nice. They've done the hard work on that side, so we don't have to. We did think about rolling our own at first and sort of putting it in an S3 bucket and all that, but it just seemed like too much work. Life's too short. Yeah. yeah. I like... You just <laughs> give them some money every month and they do it and they do a good job. And they're often yeah. adding new features and rolling things out. I highly recommend transistor.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um and then finally, that's like a pretend note is promotion. Uh I do a tweet once a week when the episode's out. Sometimes on time, sometimes not. Um There's a mailing, mailing list much, isn't there as well. There's a mailing list we've got so got a few people on the mailing list now, actually. Um, so that email, but that, that happens automatically, which is nice.
1: So if you want to sign up, if, if people listening at home want to be on the mailing list, where do they get on that?
0: Uh, com, And you can just type in your email address and sign up, yeah. I, believe.
1: I, I I question the, I don't question it. People people can consume it in any way. they like, podcast, if you're subscribed, the best, like, the happy path for listening to the show, presumably, is to subscribe in a podcast app. Because then you just get it every
0: week. Yeah but sometimes like for my I listen to some podcasts and they do doing it mail list and I get an email every week and I can see cuz I don't go to my podcast app that often these days but I can see kind of what the episode title is and go mm. do I am I interested in that do I listen to that this week so yeah, it just kind of reminds reminder, me actually,
1: yeah I can see that. and I I'm, I'm now that you've said it I am on the mailing list for at least three podcasts so <laughs> okay, there
0: we go <laughs> yeah so they there are, we go they are um yeah uh, yeah, so I, uh, that kind of rounds up our quick tour behind the scenes of the podcast. Um, I hope that was interesting to at least some people. <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> Who knows? But
1: If it wasn't, write in with a better question for us. Do it. Yes. We need it. We need people to suggest questions. It help, really helps us out. Yeah.
0: Thanks a lot for listening. Make sure you check us out on Twitter at aqo code and find us online at aqoc.dev
1: or questionofcode.com, where you can again find all the information you need to send us questions. So do it, send us and, questions and, it's right and there. And you can subscribe. And you can subscribe to the mailing list. And also because you're listening to you're listening to this, so wherever you're listening to this, you could probably subscribe there as well because it's probably in a podcast application.
0: Brilliant. Do all those things. There we go. See well, you next we time. should fin-
1: finish every episode by telling our listeners off <laughs> for being lazy. <laughs> Goodbye. See ya. Thank you.